You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield podcast with your host Todd Fox and the other co-host. Hi guys, it's Courtney. Always nice to be back. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and who else? Hi guys. Hi guys, it's Fernando. Nice to be back. <laughs> so excited are we to start this podcast on a Sunday night after... Uh, sparkling times at the uh, Dodger Ooh. Stadium with the uh, Angels and Dodgers, but we'll get into that. Uh, we want to just get into real quick where you can find us uh, before we get started real quick is uh, any anywhere, just type in Google uh, Halos in the Infield. You'll find the podcast on, on any kind of uh, server that you listen to uh, or podcast forum, and then on go to YouTube, watch these videos like this one, and share them and like them as we break down all kinds of stuff. We have a MLB-type show to round up that goes along with these uh, Angels baseball previews and uh, recaps. So, <laughs> with that being said, where do we want to start off, guys? Maybe we should start off with the fact that we're frustrated. <laughs> I can tell by your background. An AA meeting. This, is, this is like an AA meeting for Angels fans. Like, hi, my name's Courtney. I'm an Angel fan. Hi, Courtney. What are you talking <laughs> uh, about today? We lost. Like, <laughs> oh. Hi, my name's Fernando. <laughs> Hi, Fernando. <laughs> I've been uh, a, a, a Halo holic for 14 years. Uh, it drives me crazy. Uh, sometimes I think about jumping off of uh, the house of the cowboy built. The artist made even better, aka the big A. Okay. Is that after you drive <laughs> down Catella? Yeah, I, after I ride my bike down Catella, it makes me so sad. I look at the riverbed that's completely dry of water, and I think that there's our chance to make the playoffs. It's just, it might refill once again, but until it's, you know, as of right now, it's dry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just barren, just like my uh, my world to live as an Angels fan. And people are like, it's like he's speaking my language. Yes. <laughs> I, I got a depressing stat, and I don't even have to tell you my name. You know it already. But <laughs> the Angels have now been to 500 and back 24 times this year. 24 Ooh. times. You guys know what's even funnier than 24? 25! Oh, God. <laughs> Did your daughters used to watch SpongeBob Daughter? Was it you? Oh, no, no. We, we all watched it together. That was hilarious. Okay. I, I love SpongeBob. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. One of the best cartoons with uh, what is it? Adult humor as well. So. Oh yeah. Uh, that's true. There is a lot of adult humor. My favorite one was the dolphin episode where they were cussing, but you know it was in different uh, you know, sea creatures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my. Dude, favorite. can we start doing that? Like, when we get big enough on YouTube, like, can we use dolphin noises every time you swear? That no. way we can still monetize the episodes. I think so. I think so. We can do that. Or even better, we can use Papa Fox like saying censor. Oh yeah, yeah. Every time. <laughs> yeah, he he would. Uh, he actually had a great time today. We had him on. Uh, so he was like, "Boy, that was that was definitely a different experience." But I love talking to the fans. So he had a good time. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, I only got to listen to the first like twelve minutes, but it seemed like a good time. I'm like Papa Fox is the kind of guy I like to have a beer with. He's yeah. gonna tell me about how much better the Angels were back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely will, believe me. <laughs> he ain't gonna be talking him up this year, that's for sure. That's fine. Beers on me, Papa Fox. In case you're listening, <laughs> I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Um, 
But yeah, let's let's start off with this Rangers series. Um, thoughts on the first game, or you want to go game by game, or how do you want to do it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. We could go game by game. Um, well, I thought the series that was the series we were supposed to sweep because it was so important, and the Rangers mm-hmm. haven't broken forty wins yet, and you know we still managed to fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's your short recap. Um, I mean, I don't know. We've said it time and time again. We said it, you know, when we first started that series. When whenever it comes to an AL West team and we need to win, we cannot. We mm-hmm. just can't. We don't capitalize on it. Um, you know, we're not productive about it at all. Um, so I think that is probably the most frustrating thing is like the games that we should win the games that should be cakewalks they are not um you know and then just to skip ahead you know we sit there we play the dodgers and you know we put up minus a couple of things but i mean we put up a decent fight given the fact that we're basically a triple a team right now mm-hmm. so it's just like we sit there you know for the easy teams it's almost like on the easier teams we play to that caliber mm-hmm. like we play easy yep. And we play dumb, and it's just like, why are we doing that? Like, we we are so much better, so much better than that. And statistically, we are better than that. And you know, our aces are or not our aces, but our starting pitchers are sitting there. They're actually carrying the ball now. They're actually, for the most part, they are doing what they are supposed to do. Now our bats are cold. You know, now we have a few errors in the field. You know, we have throwing mistakes now. So now we have all these things that, for once, actually isn't the pitcher's fault. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's probably the most frustrating thing, at least to me, when it came to the Rangers series. It, lo- it looked like we were playing to the caliber of the Rangers. It was two AAA teams, um, you know. And I think Todd, you said on one of the post game shows, uh, who on that Rangers lineup are we afraid of? Like, yeah. who's on that lineup? Like, who? I think I said that three times. I was just like, who do they have? Like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. You know. So it's just like I think that's probably the just the most frustrating thing to me. Fernando? Yeah, man. I mean, that first game was rough. I mean, uh, what we had Chris Rodriguez start that game. I mean, he had a quality start. It's hard to complain about a guy who pitched a quality start. Yep. I mean, six innings, three earned runs. I I literally have no idea what else to say. You know, it was a really good performance out of a guy making his first career start in the big leagues. Mm -hmm. Literally ideal for a first career start. And we just couldn't back him up. I mean, not much else to say. I mean, it was a bad played game by the offense, which has kind of been a trend. I mean, what, three hits? Three hits against the Texas Rangers is pretty bad. I mean, let's see. We faced Dunning. I don't know who that was, but, I mean, what, five innings pitch, gave up one run. Guy pitched like an all-star against us. His ERA after that was 4.07. So, clearly, he wasn't doing well before facing us. But hey, we're gonna turn him into a superstar, and it just happens all the time. Well, he must have uh, ran. He must have shook hands with one of the trainers on our team because immediately after that game, he went to the IL. So yeah, you know, he our trainers must have been like, hey, uh, I think he has a hangnail or something, DL. So uh, you know, look, that game was frustrating. Like I, I get it from both of you guys' uh, perspective because again, that team had just sold off all their good players, what was left of them, you know, pitching, starting pitching. Uh, bullpen and then they got rid of gallo and a couple a couple other you know lo, no low low name but good hitters 
and they pretty much gutted the team. And and um, again, the Angels went in there and made them look like a you know like played like Courtney said they played down to the competition, and uh, that that was a tough loss, you know, because obviously that was a, on a day where Oakland and Seattle both lost, and another opportunity to pick up a game, and you yep. just let it go. So, uh, oh, go ahead. No, nothing. I, oh. mean, there's, there, I don't. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. I, there's nothing really to say here. Okay, well, let's let's hop to game two then. Huh? I think the only good thing that came out of that series, I don't remember game by game. It's all it's all just a blur at this point. Mm-hmm. But I think the only thing that I think positive that came out of it was I think Lord Bundy. Uh, you know, Bundy <laughs> got his confidence back. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit there. I think that was pretty much the only. And I think what that was the last game of the series that he pitched in third game. Maybe. I think it's the fourth game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think I think really to me that was kind of the only positive because you know obviously he's been blowing chunks, uh, literally and figuratively, uh, you know. Yeah. So um, I think that was a good start for him, you know, to really just kind of bounce back and really get the confidence back because I mean being a pitcher, thank God I was number one, but I you know I've always heard pitchers half their game is just mental, you know, and just mm-hmm. feeling that confidence. So um, I think that was a good game for him to really feel that confidence. So I think that was probably the best thing that came out of the series for us. Before I elaborate, are we just going to jump straight to the fourth game? Or is, I mean, is there anything else we want to cover? Because I don't remember game by game. Because I don't think, I think I'm. Missed- You're good. You're good. <laughs> I've, I've got no problem with it. I just, you know, I didn't know if we were going to go straight into the Dylan Bundy thing. Because, I mean, I agree. I I, I agree with Courtney completely. But, I mean, as far as Tuesday, that was 11 to 3. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody have anything about that? Uh, let's that, see. That was just a nice ass whooping. You know, that's how we're supposed to play Texas. Uh, we scored. Yeah. And that was Adele's first game of his 2021. Yeah, he yeah. came out there sparkling, what had three hits or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they they played they played pretty good, and that's what you want to do against a bad team. And uh, they look yeah. they look decent with a bad lineup, but uh, hey, it worked out, and they got the W. Um, but again, coming Absolutely. off a loss, you sh- you know you should that should have been two in a row. So. Yeah, and I mean Jose Suarez uh, kept you know pitched well yet again. I mean you know he gave up three runs this time, but mm-hmm. pitched five and two thirds. Mm-hmm. So I mean once again base almost a quality start. Still, I mean what more could you ask for? Absolutely. I'll take three runs in a heartbeat from a starter. Yep. Uh, three runs and get us to, you know, de- at least deep into the fifth. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been nice to have him go into the sixth. Uh, but that was the day that Guerra also pitched well, didn't give up anything, one and a third. Mm-hmm. And then somebody even pitched two innings and did just fine. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Struck out three. But, I mean, overall, uh, that was a good game, like you said. I mean, you, you had a subpar lineup, and they did fine. Yep. So I will, I guess, go through that one unless anyone has anything else about that game. I'm good on that because I'm going to follow up on on something else from the next game. Okay, so Wednesday was a 2-1 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, go ahead. Oh, that was the Otani day. That was yeah, Otani day. That was Otani's day. Yeah, he, he, pitched, he pitched his ass off in that game as well. Um, you know, again, in that game, there was a couple good web gems there by Mayfield, and Mayfield had come through the night before. And, uh, you know, as we all know, Vagina Rendon uh, is done for the season. And um, like one of the – I forget who said it on the on the, on the post game, but they call him v- uh, Vaginosaurus Rex. Um, 
yeah. Ooh, throwing heat. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here for all the hey, time. There's certain podcasts out there who think that's tasteless. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's tasteless oh. and not cool. No, give me all the slander. Let's yeah, go. Give like, me all that right slander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that started it. Yes, he tore his vagina. And yeah. I'll say it again. Give me the slander. <laughs> and see, that's the coolest thing. We can't. What are you here for it? We, we, we weren't the ones that were talking about it vagina. It was a female. So, yeah, she can cast all the shade she wants. Yes. Yeah, I can't say that. That's that's not cool for me to say. But <laughs> she can say it. She can get away with it. Oh, Just like whenever like someone's making like a Latino joke, I can say that. Yeah, that's Fernando. I got, I, that ball is in my court. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I get yeah. away with that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, the thing about Mayfield is he's already he only played what uh i think with today's game it's 20 solid 20 games uh rendon only played 58 and he's already outdone his numbers so that should tell you something uh you know guys come like my dad said earlier he's like mayfield's hungry he wants to play and if you want to play you'll produce and he's producing and obviously we saw from vagina he wasn't producing uh other than get going on the il producing stints in the il and, uh, you know, players, that's, those are the type of guys you'd like to see get a contract, but you won't, you know, they're going to be passed up. I, I doubt we'll see him back next year. No, most definitely. I mean, I like Mayfield, you know, I think once, you know, obviously I hope we have him in there a little bit more consistently. Mm. Um, you know, he'll get his reps in and everything will just kind of start flowing like Rendon's from China. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good transition. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, you know, he has had a couple of good clutch hits and some big home runs for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's really made like some really good plays at third. So I'm really happy with what I've been seeing from him. Um, you know, and I mean, it just comes with time, really, just those reps, getting those reps in. Um, and I definitely hope that we can sign him to a contract, you know, more than likely we're probably not. But, you know, because um, we were stuck with Rendon for I think another five years. We signed him to a seven year. Yeah, so that's that, right. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's fun. So yeah, you know, I I really like what's been you know been produced from Mayfield. Um, I think other than that, um, and it just goes along with what you said. You know, the younger guys. You know, the guys that we're bringing up, they're hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, and. But, like, one thing I think I've noticed about our team, it just looks like we're not having fun out there. Like, it looks like we don't want to play baseball half the time, you know. And I think bringing up Adele, bringing up Marsh, Mayfield, you know, all these younger guys, they're still hungry. They still want to produce, and they want to get better. You know, they have all those three things that, you know, maybe some of our veterans, you know, people that have been on on the team for a little bit, they kind of forget or they kind of take for granted you know, whatever it is. And it's very upsetting, I think, especially being a ball player myself, when you see somebody that, of course, has a lot of potential, you know, can sit there and really produce a lot for a team. And, you know, it just looks like they don't care. And it looks like they just don't have fun, you know, and it's really, baseball has turned into a job. And I feel like that's kind of what's been happening for, you know, I don't I don't want to say Rendon, but, you know, maybe like Upton. You know, maybe some of our older guys in this lineup, they just yeah. don't, they just don't look like they're having fun anymore. And it's just like, Jesus, like I, you know, even as a woman, I would I'd fucking kill 
to be on a on an MLB baseball field. I will, you know, these younger guys, they would kill to have, you know, that 20 seconds of fame, those 20 games, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I think that's what a, a lot of our guys are losing. And now these younger players are here going to take it. Yeah. I, I think that's the, that's the thing right now is you also need the motivation from the managers. And, and I don't know if they're getting that. I don't know if the coaches are coaching them up. It's one yeah. thing to write out a lineup and say, okay, do your job. You're professional, blah, blah, blah. But you still need some sort of rah, rah, get behind this, uh, you know, whether we're wearing, cause I mean, I don't know if you guys are ca uh, caught up by that, but when Adele had that game against Texas, he showed on his Instagram, you know, he got the player of the game and it was a wrestling belt. I'm like, since when yeah. the hell they do that? Yeah. I've never seen that before. But, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, uh, the fact that, I, you know, some I, one, of the, one of the guys in our group chat, it was Andrew, was mm -hmm. like, you know, it's kind of an ugly wrestling belt. And I'm like, you know what, Ben? I don't care what they're distributing. Yeah. If it's going to make these kids try or anybody on the team try, just, you know, for the hell of it, go for it. I, for hockey, I'm a Coyotes fan. My team sucks. That's why I like them. I, I wanted to join. I wanted to be a fan of the worst team. But what they do is that you know the player of the game gets a silly little hat. It's like a little like fake stuffed Coyotes hat. Mm -hmm. What you know, and they the winner or you know whoever the team captain picked as the player of the game gets to put it on and give a little speech. And I hope it's like that in the locker room. That's how it should be. You know what? Hey man, you had a good game. Here's your ugly ass spinner belt. Here, sit in this card. I'm going to push you around the dugout. Or here's your ugly wrestling belt. It doesn't matter, but do something to earn something that, you know, people in your clubhouse acknowledge is, hey, that's the guy today. So, hey, man, I'm all for it. Oh, and by the way, Jack Mayfield has four more years of potential team control. So, oh, okay. I don't see a situation where they completely cut him unless something bad happens. You know, you don't you don't cut a guy like that who's at least coming up and producing now. Yeah, that's true. I thought he was a one year free agent. That's my bad. No, he they could tender him a contract in twenty twenty two, and then he's got three years of arbitration until potentially becoming a free agent in twenty twenty six, or they could just make him one now. But you know, okay, yeah, well, maybe Courtney's right. You know, look at his uh, his uh, you know skills and be like, hey, this guy deserves something, or he deserves to be kept around. Um. One thing I will add to that, Fernando, is that if you look at the way, like, I don't know if you've seen the Phillies are on a roll. Uh, they're winning games. Milwaukee's on a roll. Uh, Chicago, before they ran into Milwaukee, was on a roll. And those teams, when you look at them, they, you know, in Tampa Bay now overtaking Boston and things like that, they all have something they do. They all have something they're known for. They all have some sort of celebration or they have little click celebrations. And even a third place team like the Padres do. Angels don't have shit other than maybe Iglesias patting Otani on the helmet, taking his helmet off. That's it. And then up until his belt, too. And I think that's something that we're missing as a squad, too, because you need something that's going to be player-related only, that the managers have no control over, that they can say, this is our thing. You know, This is what we do when, we, when a guy does this or has a big strikeout. That's why when Courtney's like, man, I love that when that pitcher came out there and he was showing emotion and Iglesias was this and that, and she gets pumped up from that. The fans do too because we don't see much of that, you know. And for Fernando, the same way, he's been saying that all season too. Like, where the hell's the emotion? So, um, that's I guess that's a frustrating thing. I mean, we're sitting here at five hundred again, and uh, you know that Texas series looked like optimistic for us. So, two to one victory. 
What do you guys have uh, anything else on that one? I think it's just sad that our bats can't support our pitching right now, mm-hmm. like at all. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're getting yep. these, great, you know, we're getting these great starts from our pitchers. You know, what we got rid of home run Haney, so <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, we kind of like clean, we cleaned up a little bit, uh, you know, when it came to our starters and a little bit in our bullpen, you know, and now all of a sudden our bats just went cold. We're just like ah. Fuck it, who cares? Like, I mean, our bats have been cold for a while, though. That's the thing. We've been talking about this for, like, what, two, yeah. three, four shows now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So it's the, the fact that anything just hasn't changed, I think that's probably the most frustrating. You know, it's cool that we got, you know, that we got the dub, but Jesus Christ, can we not make it that close, especially against the goddamn Rangers? Like, ugh. Yeah. How many times this season have I said, when we're hitting – our pitching isn't there. And when we're pitching the lights out, we can't hit the broad side of a barn. How many times have I said that this season? Bunch of times. Bunch of times. Pretty the people at time. home. Exactly. The people at home are probably just like, oh, God, here we go with this again. But it's like they probably also roll their eyes because when it's happening in the game, they're like, oh, well, here we go with this again. It's, you know, it's like, why can't we ever just have everything clicking? Dude, we're the only team that since 2016, 20, 2015, when we were like a game away from potentially making the playoffs, it, it you know, every single time, oh, well, never have time to hitting. Oh, well, don't have a good pitching today. Oh, well, you know, it's just how come everything could just never click just for like a solid month. If we have like a month where we lose only like five games, we're probably a playoff team almost every year the last couple of years. I agree. And, 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 you know, you look, what frustrated me, I forgot to talk about game two was the fact that in that 11-3 win, I said on the post game, why the hell, you know, well, look look how, look what happens when you actually steal bases and you're aggressive on the base pads and you take walks. You pressure the pitcher, they make mistakes, you get runs, and so on and so on. And it just seems so frustrating that they could do it one game and then, like, go two or three games without, with forgetting that that worked. And then all of a sudden, hey, we need to do that again. They do it. It works, win or lose, it works, and then they they go back to whatever effed up approach they have, right? I mean, if we can see it as fans, why can't the managers and the players change, you know, and make the necessary adjustments? Yeah. No, I I get it, man. It's just – it's frustrating. No, one thing I will say, you know, even like since Joe Adele came up, We've played a lot more 1985 baseball. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, Courtney? Nick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think, you know, it's – I don't know how else to put it. Like, it's just like we're not gelling together as a team, whether that's, you know, players with management or, you know, players versus players. I don't know. It looks like – almost each player has their own agenda, you know, or like their own approach Mm -hmm. and it's not working. Like it's not gelling to what we are trying to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we can, we can work great as a team for one game. And then all of a sudden it's like the next five, we're just like, all right, fuck it. Let's get this launch angle guys. Like it's, you know, it's not, it's not working. Um, You know, we're swinging at pitches that are out of the strike zone, completely out of the strike zone. Mm -hmm. And it looks like we, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like we're the Astros and we know what pitch is coming, 
but it's like <laughs> you know we we really look like we're guessing at pitches like we really look like we have no type of approach at all mm-hmm. you know so it's just like it's it's unsettling almost like as as a batter you know i i prided myself on batting like i was honestly not the greatest fielder so i knew batting was going to be my thing and i had to make sure that my approach was going to be you know great and so when i see other batters i'm just like you can tell that they look they're mentally not ready it looks like their feet aren't ready like it literally just looks like they're guessing and i can see that in almost every single one of our batters in the lineup you know and then then we get these little half-ass swings and our our poor butt attempt is pissing me off. Like, oh my God, like nobody knows how to lay down a butt anymore. I'm just like, you literally, oh, you literally just wait for the pitch to come to you and you still can't do it. Mm-hmm. So I think really it's like a guessing mentality when when our batters are up to like up to the plate. And it's fucking frustrating. <laughs> so frustrating. No, I yeah. get you. I get you. Um this oh go ahead for now. No, go ahead. You already good point. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just uh, it, it's really frustrating because you know the simple things are what could help a bad lineup or an injured lineup get the W and score and scratch together some runs, and it just doesn't seem like you said with the launch angles that they're willing to do it, and we've seen several times where they're not taking batting uh, practice, but then again you look you look at games where fans have actually messaged this page and told us hey they're doing batting practice and then guess what happens they actually hit good that game, um, what <laughs> go figure. <laughs> yeah i didn't know that was possible but yeah that's how it works out with the angels so yeah the one thing i will say about this game in particular this was the thursday game where lord bundy lord bundy returned mm-hmm. Look, dilly dilly lord <laughs> lord bundy dilly dilly yeah he returned uh to form really i mean you know he he, he was he was great changed his arm angle it was ace who told me that during the post game that was the day that i had to do the post game mm-hmm. and you know the arm angle was different Bundy was willing to challenge the other guy. Is that a concept? Make them beat you. You know what, man? If a pitcher makes his pitch and they take him deep, I don't care. I'm like, you know what, man? Hey, he challenged him. He beat him today. It is what it is. Yeah. But I can always sleep well knowing that my pitcher made his best pitch. And I'm sure, Courtney, when you were playing, it was the same thing. Your teammate makes the best pitch possible, and she takes her deep. Whatever. At least you challenged her. At least she beat you. I'd rather have that than you walk the bases loaded and then walk that person in. Because at that point, you're ready to rip your hair out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like our pitchers, for the longest time, are afraid to attack these guys. Lately, it's been a lot better. I, I don't know where it was. It might have been yesterday when you were doing the postgame talk where somebody said that Matt Wise might actually have earned an extra year. Because Matt Wise has also progressed as a pitching coach. You can tell that these young guys actually trust him. These young guys, they actually listen. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not stuck in their ways. They're willing to listen to some criticism. Maybe Matt Wise is actually a better pitching coach than we thought. I'm not ready to say that officially. But I'm a lot more willing. Like, if they were to be like, oh, Matt, they signed Matt Wise to one-year extension, I'd be like, Okay, I'm not angry now, but if that would have happened like a month and a half ago, I would have been like, "Where's my pitchfork, Jenna? Where's my pitchfork?" Mm-hmm. We're going marching. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Catella with some yeah, pitchfork. Party. 
Artie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not the good kind of chant either. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he'll take it as that, though. Yeah, um, he'll be like, they love me. The fans, <laughs> they love me. They love my billboards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about my um, billboards. Yeah, right. Uh, and another, one more thing before I close out my point about Thursday's game. And, you know, retying it to what I said about, like, lately – We've seen some 1985 baseball. That game specifically was the most 1985 I've seen in a long time. One play in particular, Jose Iglesias struck a ball in between the shortstop and the left fielder. Adele scored easily, basically just, you know, tiptoed his way in. And Brandon Marsh full on sprinted home. He probably could have held up at third. But you know what? He challenged the left fielder. Mm -hmm. The Rangers left fielder, Martin, couldn't even pick up the ball because he was too worried about Marsh running home. That's what you got to do. You have to be aggressive on the base path. Same thing. You know what? If Brandon Marsh gets thrown out by a country mile going home, you know what? Hey, he challenged him. Mm -hmm. He made him – and he made the uh, left fielder make a play. But that wasn't the case. He challenged him. The left fielder – mentally threw the ball before it was in his glove so he fumbled it and marsh scores that's what wins you games that's 1985 baseball joe madden take notes yeah i agree i mean but those things are few and far between i mean but look again like you said it's a young player doing it it could have been on his own you know uh they have the fire and the passion and want to do that uh and sometimes in in these games that we've seen especially texas in the prior series uh defensively there's been web gems by the squad and then there's been some dumbass plays where you're like why'd he throw that why did he try to to get in front of that other infielder why did the outfielder look lost out there uh yeah i i can't i can't put my finger on any particular player just the fact that it seems to be a, a thing that's attacking the team in general whether it's defensively hitting uh pitch uh not pitching so much anymore but it's just one yep. thing after another that's hurt this team. And as good as they look, the final three games out of the four versus Texas, we came into Friday night with, I mean, what were your, I want to ask you guys, what was your expectations with the Dodgers knowing we beat them two out of three prior and we have one last three game series with them and who we had to face. What were your expectations? I knew it wasn't going to be the greatest. I mm-hmm. figured it was going to be, we were going to take one mm-hmm. and I knew that. But given the fact of our injuries, given the fact that we basically have everybody out, um, I didn't expect much. Um, the fact that we were even competing and take, keeping it as close, minus today, but keeping it as close as it was, that's all I could have hoped for, honestly. Um, so I still consider it a win to me. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that the Dodgers have this $200 million salary team. Three. And, and oh shit, three. Three hundred million. And you know, and you they basically almost got their ass handed to them again, uh, by a little triple A team. So yeah, you know, right. all that all that just losing the second round. Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> you know, it was great. And then but given the fact of our pitching our and then our pitching um our pitching matchups. And given the fact that we weren't going to have a DH, you know, you, we weren't going to have Otani in the lineup, mm-hmm. you know, so that all that I took into consideration going into the series. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be the greatest. So my prediction was the one for three and it happened. Um, I'm just mad that I didn't get to see the dub. 
I went on Saturday and that was the most annoying thing I've ever experienced in my life. I hate that. Oh, don't worry. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Hey, yeah. Ty, we're going to get there. There's one we're gonna, other... We need to do a whole episode of your Dodger Stadium experience, really. Yeah. No. <laughs> Patreon question mark? <laughs> Behind hey. the paywall question mark? Hey. So what do you think, Fernando, about your expectations on the series? So, like I said, I did the post game on Thursday. I predicted two out of three because if there's one thing I learned about the Angels when they play the Dodgers, you never know. Mm-hmm. You just never do. You know, the pre the freeway series is a different beast. The Dodgers on paper are always a good team. The Angels the last couple of years have, you know, record-wise been a bad team. But those games are always close. Now, the thing that I expected was that the Angels would rise to the occasion, and a few of those guys did. Friday, they played a pretty good game. You know, some some good hitting, some good base running, some great pitching. All that came together, and they created something beautiful on Friday. Saturday was almost the exact same thing, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wait a little bit on Saturday. But I did predict two out of three, so I was pretty disappointed. What about you? I was the same way. Uh, I thought game one went almost the carbon copy of what I thought it would. Um, uh, them coming back, uh, forcing it to extras, and then uh, looking at that uh, game in extra innings where the pitching just was phenomenal. Austin Warren did his thing. Uh, a lot of guys did their thing in that game. Uh, Angels held on for a 4-3 exciting victory. Uh, Glacius made it a little uh, you know, tentative there in the 10th. In the but, uh, you know, Dodgers won 1-12. and 12. In uh, you know, in extra innings, I'm feeling okay. Got game one out of the way. Game two was a winnable game. Uh, I don't like Urias. I think he's overrated. I think the Angels could have taken advantage of him more. And then uh, you know, but I was I was really feeling, dude. That Walker Bueller game was just scaring me because I'm like, dude, why the hell are we are we gonna throw our 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 best like prospect out into the fire like that? Uh, Fifty seven thousand fans, and he's got a you know. Uh, on the road, I that one still shocks me, dude. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I think yeah. Thing I've kind of said previously, we kind of set up our young pitchers poorly, <laughs> like poorly. Um, you know, I don't think Detmers should have started today, just like I don't think he should have started, um, you know, against Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, he should have started against the Rangers. You know, those are good confidence boosting things. You know, because, again, he's probably, you know, of course, te- technically Dodgers are world championship. World championship Dodger baseball is the most annoying fucking sentence I've ever heard. What? Huh? <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, but he's probably world championship. <laughs> he's probably, but he's probably, you know, probably on the bus, like the 30 mile trip back to Anaheim, mm. you know, probably at home. He's probably going to sit there and beat himself up thinking that it's his fault. And it's, it's kind of not, you know, I honestly blame our pitching staff for management for that. You know, we can't expect so much from our rookie that only had two, only had two triple A games in the first place before we wanted to yank them up. So, mm-hmm. you know, we should have, you know, hell started Otani and like Jesus started somebody with a little bit more veteranship like started somebody that's been in that type of stadium before at least with that many fans you shouldn't have started you know you shouldn't have started well before the trainer screwed up Cobb's wrist because it was obviously a blister at first yeah. uh, I don't know how a blister turns into a wrist issue but 
If Cobb wasn't hurt, uh, I'm pretty. Are sure you he's new hurt. here? Yeah, I forgot how that works. <laughs> and hip surgery after the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what's that? He's day to day. Yeah, he's day to day. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's, it's just it, it was mind boggling in that game. Um, obviously, it was today, but yes, but yesterday's game. Uh, and I want to get into this real quick. Jaime has pitched really good. This is what his fourth straight good start. And on the road again, he made one mistake to Bellinger when they had a 3-2 lead. And uh, and it was 3-3. Okay, so that happens. He still pitched a quality start. The bullpen was doing its thing. And then Madden gets the brilliant idea of going to a guy with no, like, real high leverage situation. Every time he's put his feet wet in a high leverage situation, he shit the bed. And Madden's like, you know what? The 30th time's the charm. And he throws them in there. There it goes again. Well, you know what? Let me ask you this, though. Who do you put in in that situation? I know we would have said Packy. You know, he would have been like, well, Packy was still there. Because that's what you said. But, you know, Packy ended up pitching today. So maybe that makes a little bit of sense. No, I actually, well, I wouldn't have put Packy because Packy, that would have been his first, you know, situation, too. I would have put anybody in there. I would have put Selman. I would have put uh, Myers, even. I, I, you know, C-Sheck. Uh, because at least those guys, I know, I know Courtney, don't, don't do a Bundy on us right here, but <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, come on, you're going to, you're going to put Guerra over those guys. I know those guys aren't like Nolan Ryan pitchers, but dude, Guerra, come on. Yeah. I probably would have picked Myers maybe, you know, cause I mm-hmm. think, I, so I was there again, I was there at the Saturday game and I couldn't, I can't see at night first of all. <laughs> so like I couldn't see who we had, like who was running out there. Mm-hmm. And I was asking my boyfriend, I was like, Fuck. I was like, who is that? And he was like, he's like, Dell, I don't know. And then I finally seen it, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like <laughs> seriously, I was like, God damn. I was like, what about C shit? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. C shit was on the bereavement list. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh shit. Well, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> like i was just like what about myers like i was just like well, hold on i was like all right i was like here we go and uh, and then that was it and i was just like well i was like that was fun can we go home now uh yeah okay look, real quick so let's talk about your experience on saturday so first let's talk about the long ass walk to the stadium how was that <sighs> first of all i had to stretch um i had to get mentally prepared for my two mile hike um i sat there and was I it uphill it was uphill. Um, I laced up my Air Force Ones. Um, I tried not to crease them. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Down vote. Down wait, wait. vote. Time out here for a second. So I didn't hear about this story. You you parked at the bottom of Chavez Ravine. <laughs> Todd, there's no top or bottom. It's all bottom. Well, I what, this well, is like on an incline. I'm just saying, like, were you trying to save parking? I don't even know what we were trying to do. Oh. We just wanted to be there. Like, I was like, oh, baseball, like the freeway series. And no, I we weren't thinking all the way through. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, so my first, I do have to start this. My first experience at Dodger Stadium was actually a, two months ago, I think, with Dodgers versus Giants. Mm. Uh, boyfriend's a Dodgers fan. Don't kill me. Um, so he got, he got this. I know, jumbo. <laughs> Thumbs down. Um, so that was my first time actually being at Dodger Stadium mm. that I can remember since being a young adult. And so I took my purse with me everywhere because I have to. And 
that time I have a black purse and I didn't know that Dodger Stadium makes you have a clear purse. And I was like, what, excuse me? Um, so we had to walk all the way back to the car and we missed the first two innings. And <laughs> Dodger Stadium racist. That's purse racist. Oh, the, God. Dodger Stadium hates women. I will say it out loud. And <laughs> Dodger Stadium hates women. So they hate men too. They make us use troughs in like half of the bathrooms. Right. Mm. So I do have to say, so this time I was prepared. So Saturday I was prepared. I invested in a clear purse so I can take my things and everybody can see my EpiPen and medications because I'm a gremlin. And <laughs> so I have a clear purse and we were in there. We were fine. Um, and then, you know, we walked another three miles to get to our seats um, and we were sitting in right center field um, and it was just fucking packed. It was so packed. I mean, given it's the freeway series, mm. um, but goddamn, there's just so many fucking lines because there's so many people. We wanted margaritas and the line for a margarita is 30 people deep. And plus these people already have drinks while they're waiting for the margaritas. So I'm just oh, like, yeah. I'm not. I wonder if they just started like accepting cash app there or something. I don't know. Cash app? Yeah, I know. It wasn't even worth it at that point. I was just like, damn, like this is just trash. Like the whole environment. Yeah. I don't like Dodger Stadium. I really don't. It's I a nothing venue. like Dodger dogs aren't even that good. We didn't even have one because I know they're not that good. We got popcorn and that was so it. Well, I will say this about Dodger dogs. If you, uh, you know, you do at least need one if you've never had one, but you got to go like behind home plate, like to like the ones immediately behind because they actually grill them there. Everywhere else, they just put them in the boiling water. But like a grilled Dodger dog is fine. It's fine. I don't know now because they changed their manufacturer. I think I don't know what it is now. Well, I do know I used to, before the pandemic, I was delivering with a linen company and one of our accounts was Dodger Stadium. So, I got to see their kitchen. Their kitchen is clean. So I wouldn't recommend eating in the outfield. But if you're in the blue section, the yellow section, uh, or the restaurants, they do make some really good food. I've seen some of the stuff that they're preparing before the games. So that is legit. And I think uh, Fernando's on to it, too. The hot dogs they have there are way better than the, the, the ones that they seem to get from the 99 cent store and sell for 10 bucks in the pavilion. Uh, and, their, and their chips yeah. are, are real because the ones in the pavilion are cardboard. That's the all-you-can-eat ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like we ate, so we ate before. We were kind of we, were, we weren't being cheap, but like good, we good for you though. Yeah, we just ate before just to be safe. And we're just like, uh, that's sensible, uh, you know. I mean, I, I can't even be mad. Yeah, like it was just especially like my boy. Uh, we brought my boyfriend's son, so um, you know he's. We just wanted to keep it safe. Um, so we ate before, so that's that was part of the reason why we weren't really eating that much either. But I wanted my damn drink, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I, I like my drinks, mm -hmm. and I couldn't even get one, so I was pissy, and I was just like, "All right, well, this is stupid." The only thing that I think was good about at least where we were sitting in particular, uh, the bathroom was literally like two steps away. So I was like, that's "Oh, good. great!" I was like, "This is fantastic." Um, other than that, I mean, I really don't. I I hate that damn stadium and it's so annoying it was annoying in particular because i think when uh we made the pitching change i don't know who we brought in it might have been fucking gira for all i know um they they played a two-minute video for albert Pujols because he was coming in to pinch hit and they had they filmed all of his 20 at bats that he's had so far 
and they made it look like he's done something for this damn team. And he hasn't. And that video was going for two minutes. And everybody, including my boyfriend, is like, the machine. And I'm just like, all right, let's see what happens right now. And I called it. He struck out. He struck out on a high and outside fastball. Swat, swung and missed. And it was great. And my boyfriend just sat there and looked at me. He was like, this is fucking stupid. I was like, no, keep him. Keep him. You do yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, after well, we got rid of pool holes. It wasn't until today until he decided to finally do something. Mm-hmm that's that is screw um, you albert that is the thing that's pissed off angel fans okay that is something that pisses me off don't get me wrong but but i think it would have been way funnier to have detmers strike him out like how do you have a rookie strike out a veteran like i think you know also warren did it in a clutch situation that is true, but I mean, for how much Dodger fans, you know, and even some of us Angel fans, I know some Angels fans are out there, they still do it, how much they praise Albert Pujols, you know, and his time in the league and everything. I honestly expect nothing less from him. Like, he should have done that. He should have homered, you know, mm-hmm. kill me, put me on a pitchfork. But he should have done that. You know, you expect that from him and how much time he's had in the league. So, you know, I, I can't be too mad at it. I would have laughed really, like, way harder if he would have shook out today. But it's okay. Yeah, right. right. I, I, we love Albert. James, James, play that clip of Albert Pujols getting a single. James, did you hear me? 17, 17. <laughs> That's how he is. I mean, I mean, look, this this guy pissed me off because I immediately after today getting the, you know, after he hit a home run, um, you know, I had my phone lit up cause I have a lot of Dodger friends and, um, they're like, they're like, Hey, you know what? Uh, this, this guy, you know, he's a hall of famer. You guys disrespected him. It's like, no, 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 no. Listen to me. Nothing he did in St. Louis helps the angels. Uh, Ever. what he did last year doesn't count for this year. Why the hell are we supposed to just praise and walk and kiss the, uh, the, the ground that he walks on just because he's put up stats. I've never, never agreed. This league and every other league is what have you done for me lately? And like Courtney says, if he can't take him deep, he sucks. And, and he took him deep today on a three Oh cookie by a rookie. That's what it was. Yeah. That's all it was. This wasn't no, Oh, in the clutch against a good pitcher. You know, uh, Detmers was having problems finding the zone. And as far as them playing that two-minute video, Courtney, that's to say, hey, a big F you to the freaking Angel fans. They know there's a lot of Angel fans there, and, and they want they want to rub it in. That's all it is. And and, and to say and, and and still Angel fans will, will kiss his ass and be like, oh, you know, I feel so bad for him, or I feel so happy because he's on the Dodgers. No, if you feel great that he's on the Dodgers, take off your red and put on the blue. Do that. Go with him. Be a traitor yeah. just like he was because he could have went anywhere else. All the same bullshit that he said, oh, I'm not getting no playing time. I don't want to be a mentor. I don't want to come off the bench. Oh, but I'll come off the bench for the Dodgers and I'll be a mentor. Man, get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? That's where. Teal Albert. He's the best Teal no. ever. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's so annoying. And, it, and I expect nothing less from Dodger fans. Like, this fits Dodger oh, yeah. fan mentality. Sure. Like, it's a I, I have to know. Did you go inside of any of the gift shops? I did. So I did go. Did they have Pujol stuff? Damn. You know what? I really wasn't looking. So me and my mom, uh, we collect pins. I'm sorry. We collect pins from every stadium because we've traveled a lot. She's going to say she bought Dodger pins. She's out. She's oh. out. It's over. 
my adopted She's dad. Out. Sorry. Wait, but I did find something cool. I'm gonna show you guys. I, I swear, if you say you got me anything, it's over. No, I got a 42 patch. I feel like you have to. Like, admittedly, I, I do have a Dodgers 42 jersey, but this is why my coworker from Petco gave me a Brooklyn Dodgers 42 jersey, and I don't mean a Brooklyn Dodgers from a mall. I mean, her mom bought it in Brooklyn at Ebbets Field jersey. So I oh, I have that jersey. So people would be like, oh, you're a Dodger fan. No. No, no, no. Don't tell me you would get rid of a Jackie Robinson jersey from Ebbets Field. Nobody here would do that. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. So, so I did go inside of a gift shop. I technically, I was not particularly looking for a pull holes. I honestly, I think they have a bobblehead though. I seen of a bunch course. of bobbleheads. Ooh. And I wouldn't be amazed if one of them probably isn't sitting in there. Um, so I did buy a pen. I'll, I'll cave and say I bought a pen, but it's for collector purposes, not because I want to. I, I just feel like you have to. At least that's what me and my mom are doing. So don't mm. kill me. I'll let you get away with it because it's Jackie Robinson situation. <laughs> I, I, I can appreciate that. Thank you. So, <laughs> but, um, but I found it so weird that, so we were sitting in the outfield, you know, and I know yeah. they kind of loose with the COVID stuff and mask on or mask off, you know, vaccinated, whatever. Um, you know, they let you have your mask basically off. I mean, really, because who's going to check if you're vaccinated or not? Well, I was yeah. the second I walked into the gift shop, actually, the lady told me, she's like, you can't come in here without a mask. I was like, but I could be outside this whole stadium. I was like, okay. I mean, I'm not one to fight it. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and be a Karen. But like, I was just like, that's interesting. I was like, okay, whatever. Put my mask on, got my few little things and I left. So um, I think it's just because of the indoor mask mandate in LA. I mean, yeah. You know, not getting into the politics of it, it is a little strange that, you know, you can cross like one side of Downey and, oh, you need to wear a mask inside. And then you go to like Buena, Buena Park and, oh, it's all cool. Yeah. That I will admit, you know, that that is very strange. No, because so. I mean, just think about it. The Rona stays in L.A. County. It, it knows the border of Orange County. <laughs> does, Knott's Berry Farm is the, like the farthest it goes out. And that's it. You know? <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. Like, you can lick the railing if you want to. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we tell that story all the time that we wanted um, my uh, fiance and I took our, our son to Disneyland like in February. So that was obviously February that's, of 2019. That's so COVID still me. existed. Yeah. But, you know, COVID like wasn't as something we really thought about. And we're like, we should go there before they even closed Disneyland. At the time, we were just laughing about it. We went to Disneyland and our son like licked the rail and we're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. Like pre like peak COVID. Now that's like unthinkable. Yeah. yeah, I would never imagine trying to lick something. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Now I'm like boiling his tongue. Now I'm like, bro, that's, <laughs> but Todd and I have talked off air about like, if there's one thing COVID has taught us, it's like how gross we were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. we're going to go touch this doorknob and whatever else like this bathroom doorknob and then like lick food you know what i mean like yeah. eat finger foods after so that's You're the one sl- thing that i won't be we're all sucking our fingers like oh boy the nacho cheese mm. <laughs> <laughs> i love this buffalo sauce yeah, yeah it's a little extra salty. there's some extra spice in there like no yeah like seven minutes ago you're like touching a doorknob from the bathroom that some guy just went to taco bell he's like oh my god yeah, or, 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 or some guy, like, scratched himself and touched the knob. It's like, oh, wow, okay. The waffle fork story I told you about in the hotel, Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. That's I'll tell you that story off air, Cordeon. <laughs> we don't want to gross out the listeners. Oh, our, our sponsors will dip out. Exactly. Oh. 
but (laughs) I mean and then and then we and then we ended up losing um and so and then it's it's sad because then you get to think about your team's decisions um you know that whole 15 minute walk back to your car um and you recap everything 4.6 miles yeah you get to recap everything that happened you know I I got I was getting yelled at by other Dodgers fans. Mm-hmm, of course. I had, I had my Otani jersey on, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, you know, he struck out for his one pinch hit appearance, um, you know, and everybody's like, Otani sucks. I was like, oh, I was like, you suck. But I can't mm-hmm. say that out loud because I'm, you know, I'm by myself. And when I sit there, I have my boyfriend and his son wearing Dodgers stuff. I'm just like, I am outnumbered here. Um, so, Did you drive alone? No, but that was a really oh, okay. uh silent car ride because okay. i was really mad you know well and- the best part is the fact that it, like there was like an extra hour and a half added to it trying to get back on the freeway yeah and- you know that extra 45 minutes is just so wonderful um you know and especially because i had no type of liquor in me so i couldn't even <laughs> enjoy it doesn't me- dodger stadium have a gas station like in the parking lot Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They used it to- did okay to, uh, yeah because they definitely used to they used to have a 76 it was like a 76 yeah 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 no i will tell you this for for those who are new to dodger stadium and want to avoid that whole situation that courtney just went through believe me if you can find a parking area or parking structure by union station go to the back of union station and there's the dodgers express and those buses are the local uh, la county buses they'll take you up to the stadium for free so you don't have to pay for parking nothing like that so it, you just have to wait in the okay. line so, sort of as if you know you're leaving disney disneyland at night you wait the for tram the trams yeah it's the same thing heading out but once you do that though it's i'm telling you it's worth it because doing the hike i did the hike one time like that courtney did and i was taking a date there this is years ago and she got plastered I was plastered and we had to make it down to the bottom of the hill and she like almost passed out and I had to carry her over my side and walk Ooh. all the way down. So I was doing the, uh, the no, uh, uh, was it soldier left behind? And that was tough. Oh, going wow. down. Yeah. Although cool. I have to admit, like I, I'm a people watcher. Like, I, I like, oh, you're a people watcher. I, I definitely like, I admit I watch people. It looks like I'm staring them down. It's like, no, I'm just kind of watching stuff. There I'm the same a- way. Right, like there was a guy probably like three, four rows behind us, plastered by the fifth inning. By the fifth inning, just mm-hmm. completely done. His friends left him, and I was just like, and he he was a Dodger fan, but he would be sitting there and he's like cheering by himself, and he's like, "Let's go, Dodgers!" And like, claps <laughs> weren't even on like on beat or nothing. And I was like, "Well, he's having a good time. Like, he, he yeah. couldn't even make it down the steps." I was like, "This is great." <laughs> Like mm-hmm. I was watching him for like the last two innings. <laughs> Why not? And and that is another thing though I hate about Dodger Stadium is what is that five hundred times a game they play? Dun, 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 dun. Like they'll yeah. start out with a Return of the Jedi song and then it go, goes. Yeah. Dun, dun. I'm like, oh my god! Can you play anything else in the organ? Anything? Yeah. 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 And, and then- Todd, you said that your date was fast associated to carry her. All I was going to say was that's way better than what Trevor Bauer would have done. And we're changing the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to go there. Yo, by the way, Dodger fans, I, you know, I know there's a couple who listen to this. How's Trevor Bauer doing? MVP. 
Nah, he's a trash person, though. I mean, that's no yeah. jokes aside. The guy's the guy's an asshat. Yeah, he is. I mean, <laughs> hope he never plays again. To each his own. With that, if that's your sexual, you know, go to, but I mean, come on, man. I mean, to, that's the thing. It's a, there's a fine line between like, oh well, this guy, you know, has a fetish, but to give a woman two black eyes, bro. But it's the, I mean, it's the scratches that I saw that that stuck out to me though. Like, he, yeah, he, the he, scratches, like, yeah, damn, she looks like she got Freddy Krueger. Like, that yep. is not. That's not it, fam. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, it, it wasn't the black eyes, Todd. Do we need to have a talk? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Todd, it's, it's never I, the I see, answer. I see what you did there. I see what you did Yeah, there. <laughs> Todd, this isn't the answer, okay? God. Todd, do you need to talk to somebody? You know what? Yeah. Let me just turn my camera off. No. <laughs> He's about to be on his own. He's about to be on his own crime yeah. podcast. It's about, it's about to be the you, you guys show now. <laughs> no, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, proving himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but like the, to catch a predator, people, but like FBI coming, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah. He's getting tackled. All you see is Artie's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Artie's like, where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> Your background moves. <laughs> <laughs> that would be freaky. He yeah. got under Brando this whole time. <laughs> But uh, he brought him yeah. up for an interview. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, we we turned in an absolute uh, crap fest of a game today. Uh, eight to two was the final, I believe, and Bueller got the win. We, we already said pools went deep. Detmer shit the bed. Uh, Packy got in there. Boy, Packy got some work. Finally, got in in the inning, and I think gave up a run. Yeah, because of our awesome stellar defense. Yep. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, and what was with that play earlier? Well, Jose Iglesias threw the ball home, but it was like a skyrocket above <laughs> Stassi's head. <laughs> I'm like, a uh, smart play, bad throw. Yes, dude. I mean, that was a bad throw. He was fucking launching it. He was like, what? Ugh. He's all, he's all, I'm at a power hitter, so launch angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch this launch angle, guys. <laughs> it's like, what? Did he think he was like in the Olympics? Shot, put? shot putting yeah it's <laughs> it's weird because we we look at that guy and we're like right when we're like oh man what a defensive web gem that dude is and then we're like why did he do that you know like in texas he spiked the yeah. ball at the first base a couple times you're like what yeah. are you doing yeah. i even memed him because he was having such a good series people were starting to be like dude he's the dodger killer because calhoun Calhoun was the Dodger killer. Yeah, yeah he owned the Dodger. So people are like, we found our new Dodger killer. Because the first two games, Iglesias was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Sunday, he's all, yep. <laughs> Today's not the day, guys. Yeah, today's not it. <laughs> like, yeah, today, that wasn't it, Chief. That wasn't it. But Adele, rocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That RBI yeah. rocket he got was great. Two more hits today, right? So Yeah, I, I'm actually, well, real quick. Opinions on Joe Adele. Let's start with Courtney. I won't lie. I did not like him last year. I was hoping that we would trade him off or something because everybody was talking about he's like a top prospect. And I was like, fuck it, sell him. Sell him then if he's a top prospect. I didn't like it. Um, Again, I'm very critical of outfielders because I was one. Um, It looked like last year he just didn't look comfortable, like taking his routes, taking angles. Um, you know, of course, depending on how hard the ball is hit, 
But I, as an outfielder, I never believed that a ball should get to the wall. You got to cut that shit off, you know? Um, And I felt like he kind of did that a lot last year. Um, I do say that he has improved uh, when it comes to like his angles in the field, uh, his throwing has been a lot better. um, And of course his hitting. So I think just spending that time in AAA really did him a lot of good. Um, So I do like the improvement that I've seen from him, but I was definitely not a fan before. Todd? I agree. I think right now his approach at the plate is much better. Uh, I want to see his power come around, but I do want to see him stay consistent first. So I'm kind of in between, but I do like what he's doing. Uh, Outfield still has some work to do, but uh, I think Marsh is ahead of him only there as far as his his defense. Uh, Marsh, I believe, is where Adele was last year. Correct. Yeah, I, I could definitely agree. You know, maybe Marsh came up a little early, but as of right now, you just got to ride the chip with him. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't disagree with that take. It's, you know, it's his turn to kind of figure it out. But the good news is that Adele looks like a major leaguer this year. Mm-hmm. Last year, he looked like a kid who just kind of got an opportunity. He was trying to catch lightning in a bottle. But this year, he looks like a major leaguer. He hits like a major leaguer, and he has major league at-bats. Major league at-bats don't mean getting a hit. Don't be hitting a home run every time. But that means looking comfortable, adjusting constantly after every pitch. And what I see is that he takes his time up there at the plate. You know what? Like a pitch will go by him. He'll swing and he'll miss. And he adjusts. Mm -hmm. He takes his time. He thinks about the pitch. That's the kind of stuff that AAA helped him out with this year. You know, I'm with Todd, but I'd love to see some power out of him too. But he's batting 304 right now. If he doesn't hit a home run for the rest of his career, but he bats 300, you're not going to hear a single complaint out of me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Bat 280, get me some runs. I don't care if you never hit a home run in your life. Home runs aren't everything. You can have a successful career and hit zero home runs. You might not make the Hall of Fame because people are like, oh, no, he needs some home runs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that accent was. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> to figure that out, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at look at Omar Vizquel. I mean, that's the kind of player oh, yeah. we were just yeah, talking go. about. That guy, That guy's career high was like three home runs. But he's a borderline yeah. <laughs> Hall of Famer because he always got on base, stolen bases. Uh, at, he got like 30, 40 RBIs a year, but he was constant. And, uh, yeah. you know, if Adele can steal some bases with that speed, I mean, that, that's great. You know, I'd like the more he gets on, I think they need to let him loose. Sort of like when they gave Otani the, the green light to steal whenever he wants. Do it with Adele, too. Yeah. And, and when Marsh starts hitting consistently, do it with him, too. Let's make this a running team. Agreed. Let's, you know, let's force errors. Maybe maybe the other team will have a Kurt Suzuki and throw it in the center field and you take first to third, you know? So maybe the Dodgers could take Kurt Suzuki too and make a giant video. There you go. They're like, Kurt, Kurt is our, uh, I don't know what, what it would be. Good luck charm. Well, he's Filipino, right? I know he's Hawaiian, he's Hawaiian, but isn't he also Filipino? He might be a little bit of that. Yeah. Maybe I heard that wrong. Cause I know they call it like, they're like, oh, we should call him the Flying Hawaiian. No, that was Shane McDorino. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just trying to find whatever like brother or like uncle is in that language. But, you know, whatever race he is and whatever, you know, ethnicity he is, whatever that is for either brother or, or I uncle. Think I think they're coming for you about. next, Fernando. Yeah. The, the FBI is coming for you next. Just yeah, they're going to cancel me. <laughs> cancel <laughs> Fernando. It's the Courtney show on Halos in the Infield. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Yeah, she's gonna sit here and say that everyone. She's gonna be like grill master and DFA everyone, but saying everyone has a team vaginas. <laughs> Definitely. So I yeah. Do, so I do have a question. Okay. Because my, my mom has now listened, started listening to us since she joined the page, mm-hmm. and she wants to know if. Why does your phone look so bulky? Oh, because it is. It has to. I'm so clumsy. I. <laughs> so like a scientific was, calculator. Right. So she wants to know if we should invite back the old skipper, Mike Sosha, since he just came back from a silver medal. <laughs> no, he just retired. I know. <laughs> she just wanted to know. I was like, I think she just wants her 20 seconds, 20 seconds of fame. <laughs> you mean, you mean okay. uh, back to like uh, the stadium for acknowledgement or? Like or... coach. Oh, uh, nah, I, I think the game's passed him by. I think what, what he does need to come back for is, uh, I mean, if you look at the Olympics, he played with scrubs and old vets and yeah. almost yeah. won a gold medal. So, I mean, there, there's something to be said there. He might get himself another job somewhere else, but it would have to be a team that would give him control, and I just don't think there's one that's going to do that. And then as far as coming back to Anaheim, he should come back to get his number retired. I, I really yeah. think that should be soon. He He's obviously the winningest manager in Angels history. Right then, yeah. that should get him in. But he's got that World Series. I, I think that's – you got to retire that dude's number. Do you guys think he's a Hall of Fame manager? He, you know, a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. no. But if you really look at the numbers, his numbers are very good. Yeah, I would. I would. I would think so. I think he should. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think we have two – Hall, people who should be in the Hall of Fame, it should be K Rod, they should be Mike Sosha. Mm. Yeah, I'm with, That's I'm just with me. that. I'm with that. Yeah. It, it, it makes Mike, uh, I think Mike, doesn't he have more wins than Bobby Cox or is it close? I think Bobby Cox is more. Is more and Cox is in, right? I believe so. I, I, I can look into that real quick. Because yeah, he, he has one World Series title with the uh, Braves. So, so does, does. Sosha. So I mean, I mean, Sosha should get in. I mean, I'm, maybe they'll say because of. Oh, go ahead. They're probably. Oh, I wouldn't say anything. Oh, well, I'm I'm typing. Well, any other questions, Courtney? I'm sorry. No, that was the only one. My mom. Oh, okay, had. well, tell your mom. Hi, hi, Courtney's mom. Yes. I know her name is. Well, we love you too. <laughs> <laughs> her name is Tabitha. So if you guys ever see my mom on here, so she, sometimes she'll comment on the Facebook live. Oh, okay. So, that's my mom. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. We'll Tabitha. put some extra emphasis on Tabitha. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. So Bobby Cox. Yeah. It's funny. He has 2,504 wins and 2,001 losses. He also has three ties. Okay. Okay. Weird. <laughs> all, okay. I mean, I'm guess I'm guessing T means tie, but uh, that, that shows what kind of a dinosaur he is. Mm-hmm. Uh. Ooh. It look it brought up Mike Sosha's playing numbers, which were not impressive. Uh, yeah, he's not going in for, as a catcher, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. he was a serviceable catcher defensively, from what I you know what I remember. Yeah, a thousand six hundred and fifty wins, a thousand four hundred twenty eight losses, but that's still a winning percentage of five thirty six. That's not bad. It's not bad. No, uh, Bobby Cox was five fifty six. But Bobby Cox is a Hall of Famer. He did win that lone World Series, like you said, but he won five pennants uh, and four manager of the years. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, I, I guess maybe you look at 
at Socha is maybe just like uh what is it called a um, veterans committee edition maybe I don't think he's a straight maybe because Socha only had one pennant but he did have two manager of the years mm-hmm. that's true we'll have to see but uh, to answer your mom's question I think in my opinion I just I think the game might have passed him by I mean yeah, yeah. I, she likes him that's all I agree yeah <laughs> you know, I was a big Mike Sosha guy in 2018 when they split. I was at ease with the decision mm-hmm. at the time because, like Todd said, the game had kind of passed him by. But I will say, man, when he started, there was an immediate change to the team. You know, those first couple of years weren't the best. I mean, what they had a winning record his first year, second year had a losing record. In 2002, they were absolute dog shit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I had you go. I saw Courtney's face. She was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. In 2003, you know, the team was bad. But you know what I mean? Like, they, after that, they were pretty solid. You know, a lot of 90 plus win seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did his thing. That's for damn sure. No. Yeah. So, anything else we got on this show? Sell the team, Artie. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, well, damn <laughs> there you go. I was never one of those people. I was always the people who were like, you know what, Artie does an okay job. Artie, <laughs> you know, because I, I will say, Artie sells, uh, Artie spends money. He does spend money. He just spends it on the wrong thing. It's like when you like give like your child twenty dollars, and you're like, okay, spend this. You know, you you know, spend your money wisely. And then, like, you leave them for, like, 10 minutes, like, at the Disneyland gift shop. And it's, like, they spend, like, $20 on, like, lollipops. And you're, like. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you you could have gone to, like, the, you know, Arco and gotten, like, a, a, a thousand lollipops. Or, like, 99 cent store. He, he's like that. He's like, oh, well, we need my position player, Sonny Boy. We don't need any starters. <laughs> what do you think about that, Artie? Okay. I think that you guys should like my billboards. <laughs> he's he's not too happy with what you're saying, basically. You see the picture behind me. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sell the team, Marty. Or real quick, I real quick, I want your one opinion on something before we close it up. Okay? Uh-huh. All right. So Griffith Canning, when he comes back, he's healthy because I know he's still injured. Has the team passed him by for this season? You think he's played himself out of a spot with Jaime Berea? Sandoval, Suarez performing. I know Denver's isn't doing that great yet, but you know, he's literally faced like the two hardest teams. So I'll let him keep going for at least two more. Well, as far as uh, they don't have no idea when he's coming back, right? And he's still technically in AAA. Yeah. Uh, he's still technically in AAA, yes. But he's on the IL. Uh, I, I think they might just trade him, to be honest with you. I think they might see him as Heaney 2.0. And you got way too much young talent to pass up right now. I mean, those guys are hungry. Canning appears just to be going through the motions. Remember, Canning also has a lot of years of controls control left. Are you really going to give that up? Because if we get something I in think, return, maybe. But I think it's going to be the opposite. I think now that they were able to, you know, in theory, turn it around with, you know, Sandoval, Suarez, Berea starting to come into his own. I think they're going to be like, oh, he's going to figure it out and turn into one of these guys. Mm. I think it's more of a profit if we trade him. Because then he also won a, even though it doesn't count, but he won a gold glove, didn't he? Hey, that counts. So, Everything yeah. counts except the World Series. It counts. I would say it counts. 
So there is some value to him, even if he does turn it around. So I wouldn't necessarily call it a, a complete Heaney 2.0, but I mm-hmm. do we would trade him, yes. Okay. So he's a free agent in 2026. Damn. There is a lot of contract there. Right. He's also only 25 years old. So it's not crazy to think that he will develop. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. I don't know. I just I uh, think both right of now, you guys are done. Yeah, I think I think we're done with it with it because I I think right now I just there I, you can probably get a good position player for him, pretty good position player. Yeah, especially with his control. But I mean, what position do the Angels really need right now? Because in theory, I think as of right now, Adele's earning himself a spot. You know, a lot could change. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you still have Upton for one more year, assuming they can't. You know what I just thought about? To entice a team to pick up the bad Upton trade this offseason, because he's got one more year left, do you give them Griffith Canning also? Absolutely. Like, hey, man, you can have a potential superstar here. Because, you know, there is valor in Canning's contract. He certainly shows flashes, and that's why you're calling him a Heaney 2.0, because Heaney always showed flashes. Mm-hmm. But I, think, I wonder if maybe that's what you do. Maybe, but don't are I mean, don't, aren't we going to be looking for a shortstop too? Because we only have Iglesias for a year. Yep. Right. Yeah, yep. but you're going to have a lot of shortstops in the free agent market. Simeon, you know, uh, Trevor Story, Baez, Lindor would have if he didn't resign. Brandon Crawford, Corey Seager. The list really does go on. I mean, you can get it. Hell, you can get Simba back if you want it. Nope. The list goes on. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I, I just – oh, go ahead, Courtney. Sorry. I don't know. I just – there's just more value there. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I I actually do like canning. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like there's more of a value there for a trade for a position player. Um, you know, if, and if we could tack on Upton with it, then please, by all means, please take it. Cause... But but that's what I'm saying. What position do we truly need an upgrade on? You know, Rendon's here. He's stuck here. We have Fletcher. We already have Walsh. We have Trout. We have, a you know, Adele, like I said. And you still have Upton. And you have Stassi. But you, you so tell- really, shortstop's going to be the guy, you know, that you maybe need to replace. You technically- Unless you can get a second baseman and you move Fletcher. You technically don't need a shortstop uh, starter in you know, on this on this trade. You could get a high quality bench guy, a utility guy who's going to fit the mold of like he could play the infield or he could play the outfield, and then you sign a free agent left fielder if you get rid of Upton, and then uh, like you know you make the you make the high, like for me I would make the the high priorities in free agency obviously that ace that's eluded us for years. If you get rid of Upton, that would be the number three spot because number two would be shortstop. You have to fill that shortstop role. Or maybe yeah. you get yourself a catcher. You know, you, you, you get rid of Ben Boom. You you uh, obviously DFA uh, or let go Suzuki, and you get a decent catcher to, to rival Stassi instead of someone that sucks below Stassi, you know? Yeah, I would think we would need another catcher. Besides catcher and shortstop, those would be my two. I think Alpha mm-hmm. would pretty much, I mean, covered. Yeah, we can get that. Yeah. But between a shortstop and a catcher, because Stassi, you know, Stassi can't do it on his own. Suzuki is just a liability at this point. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think those would be the two positions that we would have to go after. And let's be real. Ben Boom ain't going to get any better than he is, and so is Thice. 
So they're, they're... Cap to Ben Room. I got an alert. I don't know what we did to him. I don't know if he's staying in AAA or if we. I don't know what we did, but I I got that alert the other day, and I was like, what? Oh, I think the training staff turned him into a frog accidentally. That's oh, right. okay. Yeah, that yeah. sounds all right. Yeah, exactly. He's day to day. He's day to day. He's day to day. He's day to day. He'll be he's good. Got, he's got toaditis. So, uh, so for uh, any another uh, announcements uh, going out here. Buy the merch. There you go. Buy the merch, guys. Uh, Todd, show the merch. I know, Todd. You're wearing. Oh, yeah, sorry, look. Halos in the infield. That's a Todd Fox shirt. Uh, the hat right here. Well, we give those away. Uh, is I that the bring... normal shirt or is that the one that we have? Oh, that's the. We have uh, to read them. Yeah, right there. There we go. No, no, I'm saying is that the one we have to readjust? Oh no, or... no, that's a normal one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the other one looked like I was pregnant. It was down here more. So... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was pregnant. I was like three months pregnant. It was baby bump. Male seahorse. And then you got the uh, phone case, which is uh, the new Halo one. That's this pretty cool design. Uh, there the you go. Kind yeah. of, so that's good to go. There we I go. gotta get myself a Viva Los Angelitos phone case. Yeah, you do. Those are pretty cool. It's like, do we have one apparently for my calculator? Like <laughs> they do your have scientific Apple calculator. They do have <laughs> Apple ones in different uh what is that? A uh, uh is an eleven. Yeah, they have that one. Yeah, that's what I have. See and I have the tough case. So, <laughs> okay. I know he's all. Watch me hit it with a hammer. People <laughs> just strike. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, James, play sound clip six as I hit the hammer. <laughs> he may feel like it's a hammer. <laughs> Wait, are we gonna do James? I used to ride my bike down Catella. <laughs> God, are we gonna do predictions for the Blue Jays or no? Uh, what do you get? What do you guys think? Because no. I didn't prepare for that Blue Jay series. <laughs> no, I'll read you. I don't off. think they've announced anything. Or do? You... No, we have starters. Shocking. Oh, wow. okay. All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. Okay. Rapid fire. I know rapid fire. Hold on, wait, my wifi. Um, okay, so it starts Tuesday, so we have Monday off. Uh, Tuesday we have Rodriguez. Uh, so we get C Rod versus Matt. Okay. Interesting. And Tuesday is actually a doubleheader as well. So our, our um, so our second game is going to be seven innings. Um. So then both we, games are going to be seven innings. Oh, both games are seven. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, okay. So then Blue Jays has stripling. Um, and then we are doing Suarez mm. uh, for that second game. Uh, Wednesday, as of right now, it looks like we have Lord Bunday um, and Manoa. Blue Jays have Manoa. And I think Thursday was Otani. Um, Otani Day. Um, yes, Thursday is Berrios versus Otani. Oh, that's a good matchup. I'm going Thursday. Okay. All right. I'm so excited. I've been waiting to see. I haven't seen Otani pitch yet. So, and you know, that's the one it's thing. Fun. I know. I could. That's the only thing I could get my boyfriend to agree on. He wants to see Otani pitch. And I, I conned him into getting an Otani jersey. So. Oh, okay. Oh. Yes. Oh, there we I, go. Not a bad Corny taking dubs on and off. W- women women use their powers. Let's just say that. They use their powers. Yeah, let's, let's not elaborate. I'm, out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying they're using their yeah. powers. So I'm trying to think. So who would start on Saturday then for the tailgate? Would it be Reed Detmers? Saturday. Oh. No, it would be Suarez. Suarez? I'd be down. No, it might be Sandoval. Well, that'd be good. No, because Sandoval pitched two days ago. He pitched on Friday. I know, so, but starting against the Blue Jays. But Otani played on Thursday in against Texas, 
And then it was Sandoval on Friday to start the freeway series. Sandy on Friday, too. So then Saturday would be Suarez. Suarez, okay. I'm good with okay. that. Either way, I mean, if it is Sandoval for whatever reason, I'm also down for that. So, okay. Um, as far as the Blue Jays, I'm going to be hopeful and just say two out of four, but God, I really don't know. Blue Jays are younger. No, yeah. they're not. We're about the same now. Their hitting's younger. Oh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but they have a lot of power in that lineup. Um, I say we split it two out of four. I'm going to go Halo Honk on this one. I'm going to go three out of four. Oh, I thought you were going to go real Halo Honk and go four for four. We're going to go five out of four. Oh, my God. That's Bring out the brooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to ride my bike up to Dodger Stadium. I, I The big A. Yeah. I used to enjoy those hot dogs. Boy, putting one of those hot dogs down my mouth on a hot summer's <laughs> day at the big A. <laughs> Ooh. I'm just, all... go, just go right in. I hope you guys really like Todd Lodge. I know you guys do, but if you really like Todd Lodge, we have some content brewing. Oh, yes, believe yes, me. Yes, <laughs> I can't even not laugh. <laughs> With all, just thinking about how funny this is going to be. It's going to be the best thing on the internet. We will win the internet, guaranteed. If I'm at the game with them on that thing, uh, I hope I'm I'm able to talk and ask some very uh, inappropriate questions. <laughs> No, you just have to make like really bad puns. Oh, okay. I could do that. All you see is the dad jokes. Yeah, dad yeah. jokes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, is it this corny and hand some popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll, or I'll oh. be like I'll be like, I'm drinking my favorite drink. I'm sure. And it's an insure. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, good. oh, oh god. Anyway. All right. So that's been another episode of Halos in the Infield. We went off on this one. We had more games to uh, to preview, obviously, or to recap. And now we uh, have – oh, don't do that, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Please. Please. Do you prefer this one? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> and credibility has left the building. So <laughs> <laughs> we need to pump up our young numbers. Have you guys looked at the analytics? We need to appeal to the 13 year old demographic. That's not going to do it, dude. Thank That's... you. I, flossing. Fine. Children <laughs> love flossing. Uncle Todd's <laughs> going to floss for the kids. <laughs> yes, Uncle Todd's going to make slime at three. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>